Hey guys, Deanna here with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. Support for Label Free Podcast is brought to you by Impression Derma. Who has experienced increased exposure to HEV light over the last year and a half? I know I have. If you don't know what HEV light is, let me educate you. HEV light is emitted from your phone, tablet, and computer that penetrates deep into the skin, which can lead to wrinkles and increased harm, leaving permanent damage. I have found a solution that protects you from those harmful lights. Let me introduce you to Impression Derma, let's face it. This product will increase collagen, promote hydration, improve elasticity, halt premature aging, and shield against those free radicals, all by using these key ingredients. Algae, buriti oil, bamboo extract, raspberry seed oil, bloom light, plus many others that are sustainably sourced and produced as well as ethically traded. Please head to impressionderma.com and use code labelfree20 for 20% off. Again, please head to impressionderma.com and use code labelfree20 for 20% off. What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. I'm super excited. I have a very special guest. She's got an amazing story. I can. We have some synergies and things that we've gone through. So I'm super excited for her to share what she's gone through and where she's at today and all the great things that she's doing. She is an author, a self-development mentor. She's overcome a lot of abuse. Please welcome Angela Lee to the show. Angela, thank you for joining us here. It's actually kind of late where I'm at. So <laughs> I'm, I'm excited that we're, we made this happen. Can you please introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit about your background? Thank you so much, Deanna. My name is Angela Lee, as you said, and um, gosh, I'm now a, an author of children's fairy tales. However, I didn't start out that way. <laughs> um, I basically, I was born in the Haight-Ashbury district of San Francisco way back in the mid 60s. So I was there when the flower movement was going oh, okay. on. I yeah. was witness to <laughs> all of the uh, drug, free love. love, free love culture. Yeah. yeah. Um, but even though there was there was a lot of colorful and wonderful things happening around. There was darkness too. Oh, sure. And the darkness was brought by my father who was abusive in many different ways. And in a nutshell, what I learned from my youth was that I didn't matter. And I learned that rage which I was exposed to often was some, an emotion that I could not allow myself to experience. Yeah. So I repressed anger and didn't value myself, which led me into a marriage <laughs> with a man who also had an abusive childhood and he he actually embraced rage as so to totally opposite then in that regard exactly yeah and what what i've learned over time is that when we take an emotion like rage and we either push it away or we grab onto it and make it ours sure. both of those don't allow the emotion to flow no definitely not yeah, and the emotion is energy, it's yeah. information. And so that is now my mission <laughs> to teach everybody, kid, but 
I focus on kids, that we can face all of our emotions. And it's actually freedom when we allow ourselves to face our emotions. I would agree. I, I don't, so like I'm, when I feel so, I like, I wear my heart on my sleeve. So, okay. As you can see, Athena is joining us, everyone. So whoever's listening, the little, the little one is jumping up on the couch. <laughs> we just can't help it. She just, whatever. So I'm all about letting your, your emotions flow. Like I'm not one that you, I'm a terrible liar. I'm not one that can really like, like hide my emotions. If I get mad, you know, I'm mad. I don't have rage, but if I get mad, I get, I get mad. <laughs> and then it's done. Like once I get mad, then it's over. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> if I get sad, I feel it. And then I'm, I let it go. You know what I mean? Like I allow myself. And I think I probably had some rage back in the day when I was very younger. Like we were talking, I, you know, my father, as I had mentioned, when we started, um, my father was abusive. He had some issues and I carried that abuse with me into my relationships as a young adult. And, you know, you, like we had said, it, it perpetuates that cycle. And until you just, until you can acknowledge that and start working on yourself, um, <laughs> Warren, you're going to have to cut that out, please. Can you please uh, edit Teddy barking out? <clears throat> if, if you don't start acknowledging that with yourself and you repress those emotions, I think it turns into something much bigger and much uglier than just a little bit of rage. And it can cause, I mean, I believe that stuff, when you are pushing your emotions down, it can cause disease, it can cause yeah. sickness, and it just can cause so many things that I don't think that a lot of people realize that from a psychological standpoint. I totally agree with you. When you think of it, we are made of energy. Yeah. On an atomic level, we're nothing but energy. And emotions are energy. When we repress an emotion, we push it away, we try to escape it. It actually, the energy gets stuck in our cells yeah. and creates cellular change and thus leads to illness. And so it's really, it's, I truly believe that facing all of our emotions is the way to freedom, but it's more than that because it's not only emotional freedom, it's actually health freedom and wellness freedom. Yeah. I totally agree. So when you, you know, so I, you were with your, um, your ex-husband for 32 years. Yeah. And so, the, so that had to be a lot of repression that you had when, after that relationship was over. And so how did you deal with that? It took me about two years. <laughs> it was like peeling an onion because oh, there's layer after layer, uh, you know, especially, really all of my life until I was 54 years old, I was emotionally or otherwise abused. Yeah. And so each time I'm repressing my own anger or trying not to respond with anger because that's bad. Mm -hmm. I'm eating my words. I'm, you know, it, it got to the point when I finally left, I felt like I had to leave or I was going to die yeah. because there was none of me left. So you're like a shell of a person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that shell of a person um, basically 
it took me about two years to even begin to know who I was and begin to be able to speak my truth. And it was a journey. It, it started off with me writing. I think it was about six months after I left the marriage, I wrote a chapter in a book called Ignite Your Life for Women. And my chapter dealt with forgiveness. And I thought I was forgiving him. What it turned out was I was forgiving myself. Yeah. Or staying for allowing what happened to happen for not choosing myself first. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's like the first step to healing is just forgiving yourself because that I, I think, I think a lot of people go through life and that have been in similar situations and they don't realize that that's that they make it all about the other person when really, no, it's, it's really about you. And because you, you, you decided to stay, you decided to put yourself in that over and over and over again. Once you finally step up for, for yourself and decide to leave and you can, you know, accept yourself for who you are and forgive what you've gone through, that's like huge, huge for your growth. It's huge. For your growth. Yeah. And when you basically, when you are um, carrying around the resentment over what someone did to you, you are putting yourself in a prison. Yeah. And that is why self-forgiveness is so important because you're not hurting the other person by being angry at them. You're not hurting the other person by being resentful for what they did to you. But when you're in a blaming position and you're saying they did that to me, you're hurting yourself. Yeah. And you seem like such a sweet person. Did you ever get mad at all? (laughs) You've got like yes, such I a did. sweet energy. Like, I'm sure you can tell, like, I'm a, I'm a fireball. And if I get mad, I'm a, I pop off. Like, not rage, um, but I get, I'll let you know I'm mad. <laughs> I had a slow simmer, basically. So slow, you have a slow simmer? Yeah, it would. <laughs> he, he would push, 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 put yeah. my ex would push, push, push. Yeah. And I would reach a point where I would explode. And so, but he had to push me to that point and yeah. I wasn't going to willingly go there. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. That's, that's called yeah. self-control real quick. You guys, we're going to take a quick break, break for a word from a word from our sponsor. What is good? Everyone Deanna here with label free podcast. Autumn is in the air. The pumpkins are in the patch and our friends at manscaped are here to make sure your man doesn't carve his pants pumpkins when he's grooming. If you know what I mean. Make sure he's keeping things fresh as fall with the leaders in male grooming and their brand new fourth edition performance package. Ladies, do we really want to cuddle up with a dude who isn't trimmed? I know I don't. My man's keeping it tight. Get him to take the leap into fall with Manscaped. Help him join the 2 million men worldwide using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code LABELFREE20. Again, go to manscaped.com. And use the code LABELFREE20 for 20% off and free shipping. Let's get into your, what caused you, what motivated you and inspired you to write your children's books. I think that's just, I mean, I think that's a whole, when I talk to authors, I think that's just amazing because I I can't imagine the amount of work that goes into writing a book. Mm -hmm. It just, that's just something. And I've been told I should write one. I've been told that many, many, many times. Maybe one day I will. 
but that just seems like such a task, like such a daunting task. But I think in children's books, that's a whole nother animal, I feel like. It's interesting because um, I didn't write every day, but I would sit down at my computer and write when I felt like it was time to write and yeah. it would just flow. I didn't, I did not map out these stories. They just flowed through me onto the paper. And I say that the angels were actually feeding me the story, sure. angels and fairies. So <laughs> I love that. Um, so can you tell, tell the audience a little bit, like what your books are about, what your mission yeah. is with them and why it's important to you? Um, yes, I can. Um, so in my books, the children are forced, they, they face emotions and they talk about different tools and techniques for facing the emotions. Um, in the first book, in one of the chapters, the main character and a compatriot are transported to an alternate dimension. And in that dimension, the people of the planet are emotions. Okay, so I like that. As they're walking through a hallway, sadness drops on them oh, and wow. they have to figure out how to maneuver, get out of this well of sadness. So it's fodder for conversations between friends yeah. in, later on in the book. And, um, you know, the main messages of the book for kids, you matter. Yeah you have gifts that are going to make the world a better place. Yeah. And love is the answer. I and love that. so, and then of course, feeling all your feelings <laughs> and how I came about to write these books. Um, you know, I had mentioned that I wrote about forgiveness in my, the first book that I was in that awoke, within me this streak of creativity sure and so i sat down and started writing this little fairy tale that grew and grew and grew <laughs> and it um basically now there's it's a whole series the first book bella santini in the land of everlasting change is available on amazon the second do you have book, a, do you have any of the books that you can show us? Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> okay. Very nice. Yeah. In the land of everlasting. I love it. And so how many books are in the series? Well, right now I'm writing book five. So. Holy cow, woman. <laughs> I know. Well. <laughs> you go. That's amazing. Thank oh, you. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. I love it. Yeah. And so each book is um, really designed to open conversation between the parents and the children. So ideally, the parents would read like a Harry Potter book, they're going to sit down and read the book every night to sure. the kids. And the themes in the book, bullying, um, child abandonment and adoption, and other themes in the book, good versus evil, 
these are things that can be hard for parents to discuss with children. So there is a little parent's guide included in the book. This is how... In every book that you've written? Yeah, in all of the children's books. Okay. There's a parent's guide that helps the parents see one perspective that they can speak to the kids about say bullying or um, adoption what is the age rate at the age range of uh, for the kids for the book these are aimed at age 8 to 12 uh, okay so preteen almost yeah and there's a purpose in that too um, in today's world teen suicide is well, suicide is the second leading cause of death for kids aged 10 to 24. Oh, wow. And NPR recently reported that under COVID, that they're seeing a significant increase in yeah. the amount of kids. So that um, suicide statistic was based on pre-2019 numbers. And the emergency rooms are reporting higher and higher numbers. I believe it's it's horrible. And I believe every kid is a gift. Absolutely. And I believe that um, when we can teach kids before they reach the teen years, how to face all their emotions, then we won't have suicide because what lies underneath suicide and substance abuse and self-harming all of those things are painful feelings that the kids don't want to face they want to escape so by teaching kids and giving them real tools for facing their painful feelings I'm hoping that we can reverse this trend. That would be great. I have a question for you. Do you think that in some ways that because of what you went through with your father, that you're kind of dealing with some of that through your books and and, because you weren't able to really uh, (laughs) deal with your emotions because of how you grew up? Do you feel that maybe you're like kind of projecting some of that through your books? It's interesting. Um, There is, I recognize myself in in the characters of the book and i when i was writing the end of book two which is coming out soon but at the end of book two there are these wraiths and the wraiths are um pretty awful they suck the life out of fairies oh which i don't like that i like fairies I'm just a big kid at heart. That's for sure. Okay. I'm going to send you my book then. Well, please do. I would love it. So I realized that they are an allegory for energy vampires. And I dealt with an energy vampire. And that's a label. I don't like labels. But one of the experiences in my life was having my whole energy dropped as soon as this man entered the house and I was just like it was 
yeah not i was no longer me so um it's not so much from my childhood but from my marriage basically okay. Yeah. I mean, but you're, you're, I mean, from my experience, when you've been raised in an, an environment like that, it's just like that. It's just cyclical until you until you deal with it. Like, because I had one, I had one abusive boyfriend after the other until I finally was like, I got to go to counseling. I can't keep repeating this pattern. I've got to get out of this, you know. And it yeah. was just, I mean, and even my my late husband, he wasn't. He was much better. He wasn't. He was emotionally abusive and more mentally abusive because he was a steroid addict. So he was like a little goofy up here. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I did, I did um, graduate and get better and get out of the physical abuse, but you know, it's still, <laughs> still emotional abuse is really damaging. I think so. I, yeah, I think it's probably almost worse than, than physical. Yeah. Because people don't see it. Right they don't know be often the abuser wears a mask in public yeah for sure oh gosh yeah so so your friends have no idea how you're treated at home and so it's um yeah i i for many a many a time many a day I wondered, was I crazy? Oh boy. Yeah. That's not a good place to be. Yeah. I know. I know that feeling. Cause I felt one way inside, but I was being told it was another way. And so- that's the narcissist. <laughs> that's a narcissist for you for sure. Well, the tools, tool nar- they- the tools of a narcissist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they have a whole toolbox of, of evil stuff that they like to pull out on you. You know, and it's funny because um, a lot of people use that label now to to describe someone who was even mildly abusive to them. And I think that that label is a disservice. Hurt people hurt people. Yes, agree. And when I think about the relationship I had, was it harder to be the empath who really didn't want to get mad or was it harder to be the pained person who was lashing out with pain because they were in so much pain yeah (laughs) I think I had the better role yeah (laughs) I would say so (laughs) yeah because someone who is in pain and doesn't know how to deal with that and constantly taking out on someone else they're never really, they never really true, truly deal with where that pain is coming from. And, and yeah. they're, and they don't, they don't know how to cope or they don't, they, they don't have, know yeah. that they can face that pain. Yes. Yeah. And they don't know that in facing that pain, they get freedom from yeah. that pain. For sure. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're, I'm about to start wrapping this up. Can you please plug all your links where people can find you? I, I know you mentioned the book is available on Amazon. I will definitely put that in the show notes. I'll grab that from somewhere, but where can people find you, follow you and support you? I am on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I have a website, Angela Lee, L-E-G-H.com. And on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Angela Lee author. Awesome. 
Twitter is a little different. It's yeah. Ella Santini book. It's just BO1. <laughs> so. Awesome. I will make sure I put all those links in the show notes so that you guys can reach out to her. So please don't hesitate. If you have a teen in your life, preteen in your life, or know someone that does, I think this book, these, her books are going to go a long way with helping you communicate with them because as we know, preteens are not that easy to deal with sometimes, especially when they're dealing with all those different emotions. Um, before we say goodbye, Angela, I always like to ask my guests for a last like words of wisdom or advice. What would you like to leave with the audience today before we say goodbye? I want your audience to know that they can face their painful emotions and the way to do it is it's easy and really hard at the same time be aware so notice that you have that emotion acknowledge the emotion i am feeling whatever yeah. you've acknowledged it the hard part accept that it's okay for you to feel that way when you have that perspective on an emotion that, hey, it's a, there's every reason for me to feel this way. Mm -hmm. Then you're looking at the energy from a space of neutrality and it's allowed to flow. Mm -hmm. I like that. That was very well put. And I would agree. Yeah, I think that it's very healthy to feel and acknowledge your emotions and just let it, you know, like you said, the energy, just let it flow through you. You know, because yeah. yeah, that's it's very powerful and it's very healthy too. It's very healthy. It is very healthy. Yeah. And the more you do that, you start unpeeling the layers of stuck emotion because you're allowing this emotion to flow. And that is one of the ways that you can get out of the cycles of yeah. being victim. Yeah, I love that. Very well put. Well, Angela, it was an absolute pleasure having you on the show today. You definitely keep us posted on your next books that are coming out. We'll have to have you back so you can give everybody an update. Um, it's just, it was awesome. Thank you for sharing your story and being so vulnerable and being so authentic because that means a lot. And I know that anybody listening was going to love and they're going to uh, connect with you more when they hear that because there's a lot of people out there don't be shy if you feel the need to reach out to her because you can relate to what she's been through do not hesitate to reach out support her i'm sure she'd be glad to connect with you you guys this is your host deanna kempel with label free podcast to live your best life you must live label free please don't forget to subscribe like comment share follow all those good things and i'll be back soon with more dynamic guests